0: Hello and welcome. Welcome to the first episode of the healing is everything podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hawthorne. I'm an experienced mental health therapist, life coach, and Reiki healer with over 18 years of experience working and helping people who are living with mental health, addiction, substance abuse issues, as well as people who have adverse traumatic experiences. I'm so excited to start sharing my knowledge and experiences in order to help your healing journey. My intention is to teach and educate you on strategies on how to heal from your past, be grounded in your present and start manifesting and creating a future of your dreams. In today's episode, I'm sharing five ways to start healing from your past. So let's jump right into today's content. Healing from the past pain or traumatic experiences is not something that happens overnight. It is a process that requires patience, dedication, and a commitment to change. We are wired for wanting to feel good and to minimize feeling bad, which often triggers self-sabotaging behavior in an attempt to avoid the pain. This can include abusing substances, struggling in our relationships, constantly having negative self-talk, all of which impacts our overall health and wellness and joy to live. When we experience, a painful event in our past such as betrayal or other traumatic experiences, it starts rewiring us for self preservation, which literally means protecting ourselves from destruction or harm. This causes us to live in this fight or flight mode, constantly anticipating more pain in our lives, which can be unconsciously welcomed through our actions. This reaction releases a stressful hormone called cortisol, which can cause so much harm, chronic disease and bad health outcomes. So really in order to start dealing with these negative outcomes and feelings from our past traumas and experiences, I'm going to give you five things that you can start doing to heal from your past. Number one, give yourself permission to talk about your past, whether it be painful experiences, trauma and abuse, realize that your story matters. Our stories shape us into who we are today. They are experiences that impact our present lives. If we don't work through and talk about these painful experiences, the emotions continue to impact our relationships, our health, our careers, and how we make decisions about our future. Think of your history as preparation. I'm going to say that again. Think of your history as preparation some people hide personal and family stories and live in shame but good and bad our actions influence us influence us and equipped us for our purpose our life purpose reflect on your past with openness talk to someone who will listen who will show you compassion and empathy for what you went through and or what you continue to go through if you are a victim of abuse or witness such abuse against a loved one Remember that you just can't control the actions of others, but what you can do is you can manage your response. Sometimes we fixate on these adverse events and blame it on others. For example, I've heard many of my clients in the past and even today say something like, I haven't, if I, if I didn't experience my father hitting my mom, I wouldn't be like this. Or if my mom would have just left him, things would have been so different for me and my family and my siblings. If you're stuck in stories from the past, you will see yourself as the victim. Here are some helpful insights into what victim mentality or thinking looks like. So if you're saying some of these things on a daily basis or to yourself, sometimes just remember that this is the victim mentality and we don't want to be there. So here's a few examples. When you say they shouldn't have, if only it had been different, it's his or her fault. I've been damaged by others. This mindset does not serve your happiness. Replace it with openness, curiosity, and the willingness to see things in a new and fresh way. Take full responsibility for your happiness in your past and in your past and traumas continue, and if, and if your traumas continue to impact one or all phases of your health and life, I suggest seeking out a professional who can help and guide you from, from these past traumas. It is so freeing, and I'm telling you right now, it is so freeing to talk about these traumas and these experiences from your past. And additionally, it releases emotional blocks that literally get trapped in your cells, which creates havoc on your physical health. Some studies have shown that people who've experienced trauma and don't release these emotional blocks have a significant risk of developing an autoimmune disorder, a personality disorder, or even a cancer diagnosis so please please allow yourself to talk about your past and understand that this is a significant and an important part of your healing journey number two give yourself permission to forgive oh this one is so important forgiveness is so vital to the healing process because it allows you to let go of anger guilt shame sadness or any other feeling you may be experiencing forgiveness is about goodness about extending mercy to those who have harmed us even if they don't deserve it it is not about finding excuses for the person's offending behavior or pretending it even didn't happen nor is there a quick formula for you for you that you can follow but forgiveness is a process with many steps that often proceeds in a non-linear fashion so really to forgive it's also important to figure out who has hurt you and how this may seem obvious but not every action that causes you suffering is unjust to become clearer you can look carefully at the people in your life your parents siblings peers spouse co-workers children and really even yourself and rate how much they have hurt you perhaps they have exercised power over you or withheld love, they've neglected you, or maybe they've even physically harmed you. These hurts have contributed to your inner pain and need to be acknowledged. Doing this will give you an idea who needs forgiveness in your life and provide a really great place to start. Remember, by forgiving people, past experiences and situations for the hurt they've caused you, you release those toxic emotions that are trapped in those cells you would otherwise keep inside of yourself. What's more by regularly practicing forgiveness, you'll be able to move through life without negative attachments. Studies have shown that forgiving others produces strong psychological benefits for the one who forgives. It has been shown to decrease depression, anxiety, unhealthy anger, and the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, often referred to as PTSD but we don't just forgive to help ourselves. Forgiveness can lead to psychological healing. Yes. But in its essence, it's not something about you or done for you. It is something you extend toward another person because you recognize over time that it is the best response to the situation. So ultimately, forgiveness frees you. It em- you from the past trauma, hurt, and experiences that have been holding you hostage, whether that be mentally, physically, or even spiritually. This is why it's so important to learn how to forgive. The more hurt you've incurred, the more important it is to forgive, at least for the purpose of beginning your journey healing from your past. Number three, engage in self-care. Self-care can be defined as the actions we engage in that allow us to ensure and maintain our best selves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Self-care means taking care of yourself. So you can be healthy. You can be well, you can do your job. You can help and care for others. You can do all the things you need to and want to accomplish in a day. Self-care requires checking in with yourself, asking yourself, how are you doing? What's your body asking for? Self-care does not mean the same for everyone. Different people will adopt different self-care practices and even own your own definition might change over time. You know, studies have shown that when self-care is regularly practiced, the benefits are broad and even been linked to positive health outcomes, such as like reduced stress, improved immune system, increased productivity and a higher self-esteem, all of which has been negatively impacted from your past traumas and experiences. So practicing healthy self-care is such an essential part to start healing from your past. I'm going to give you five different approaches from some of the classic self care routines to think about incorporating into your daily practice. One of those is volunteering. Self-care doesn't mean being selfish. A recent has discovered that people who volunteer experience a greater sense of purpose and, and we're happier when you're empathetic and generously volunteering your time. Your selfless actions increase the levels of oxytocin in your brain, which is also referred to as the love drug or the love hormone. Another great self-care is setting boundaries. Self-care is also about setting those healthy boundaries with all the people in your life. Sometimes we feel obligated to people and inadvertently allow their negativity to influence our emotional well-being. Healthy boundaries help you maintain a positive frame of mind, and you're able to focus on your much needed self-care, thus contributing to that healing process. Unplug. Here's another one. Unplug. Being okay with disconnecting from social media or from friends or from your family for a while as you work on healing is really another great example of self-care. When we are alone, we are able to get to know ourselves. Give ourselves the attention and love we need to stop leaving in the past. I know this may be hard because our lives are so fast-paced today. Everything's in the now. But I promise you that all your emails, your social media posts, your text messages, they'll all still be there when you return. So taking time to unplug just makes you feel more relaxed and puts you really in just a better mood. Laughter. This is one of my favorite self-care activities. Self-care is really serious business but you don't have to be serious all the time really in fact medical studies have found that laughter boosts your immune system by decreasing stress hormones and increases your immune cells all of which improve your resistance to disease and how important is that in today's day and age with covid and the flus and all of these other things that impact our health laughing also relieves physical tension and stress increases your blood flow And if you're laughing, it's difficult to really just stay angry. So remember, enjoy your life and laugh. And just the last self-care one that I'm going to give you before we move on to number four is spontaneity. You know, routines are awesome. You know, you schedule your self-care activities and you don't even have to think about it. Just do it. But then there are times you can possibly feel like you're in a rut. It's the same old, same old, and what had once been so rewarding and healthy can now feel repetitive and dull. So spontaneity can be an exciting, stimulating and an absolute unexpected way to engage in self care. So be spontaneous, like just go out there and discover what works best for you. All right, let's move into number four, practice mindfulness. Mindfulness is one way that research has provided us with helping us work through the pains, experiences, and traumas from our past through mindfulness. What amazing practice is mindfulness meditation, which helps us, which helps us expand our awareness. What this means is that you'll be able to see situations on a deeper level, a more broadly level, but there's more to mindfulness practice than just meditation. It also involves connecting with other people, deep listening, mindful speech, getting involved in a spiritual community, participating in mindfulness retreat, and much more. And I know that it can be scary to think about painful events from your past, but mindfulness is a powerful practice that can help you develop greater understanding and compassion, not only for others, but for yourself. Those painful memories will look much different when you look at them with a mindful eye. So mindfulness will also help you develop that inner strength necessary to transform transform those painful memories so they can never cause you pain and suffering again this will eventually lead to healthier and more fulfilling relationships i promise you number five and this is the last one i'm going to uh give in today's episode uh, for how to start healing from your past so create a routine of practicing daily affirmations So practicing daily affirmations allows us for the creation of developing a healthy mindset and inner strength of self-confidence and self-love. I personally wake up to what I call I am affirmations. Well, it's not what I call I am affirmations. There really, there are such a thing as I am affirmations. You can find some really great videos of I am affirmations on YouTube, or just even listening to some of the various playlists on your favorite streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, whatever ones you use. I find that if you frequently find yourself getting caught up in negative self-talk, positive affirmations can be used to combat these, often subconscious patterns and replace them with more adaptive narratives. Positive affirmations like I am affirmations require regular practice if you want to make lasting long-term changes to make ways that you think and feel so just try thinking about affirmations as a step towards change not the change itself for example i'm starting to process my emotions i am starting to process my emotions and pain from my past experiences I know that this process will lead to change by affirming that I'm grounding myself in the present while working through the negative emotions from my past. So everybody, I really hope that you found this first episode helpful looking at the five ways that you can start healing from your past. I'll just do a really quick recap. Number one, give yourself permission to talk about your past. Number two, give yourself permission to forgive. Number three, engage in self-care. Number four, practice mindfulness. And number five, create a routine of practicing daily affirmations. So folks, I'm so excited to bring you more more content every week to help you through your journey of healing from your past, grounding yourself in the present, and creating and manifesting an amazing future for yourself. I'll leave you with this message. Be kind to yourself believe in yourself and cherish your loved ones sending you peace healing and lots of love bye for now